Go Deep. Welcome back to GDP Go Deep, the podcast. You can find us on most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also reach out to the cast, T.O. Big Show, Lord Fawn, Motorsports Mofo, Sturzy, Big Mikey, Astra Moon, and Sassy K. Thank you for your support and remember, always go deep. Welcome back to GDP, Go Deep the Podcast. I'm John Nothing Doe. So this is part two of a two-part series talking about ghostly encounters with some of our GDP personalities, if you will. Just a friendly reminder, folks, we have new gear on the shop. Teespring.com is the place to go. Look up GDP, Go Deep the Podcast. You can find hoodies. We have like the new one, the Team Everybody or the Zero Fucks t-shirts and hoodies, masks, whatever you need. We got it there. Don't forget to check out the store. Give us some support, like, share, interact, whatever makes you feel good inside. And now we return to part two of Ghostly Encounters. I don't like I know you talked about sleep paralysis there, Sassy K, but is that is that the uh, ghostly encounter that you want us to remember? Oh, yeah. oh, it's my turn, is it? Oh, it is your okay. turn. I was well, I just wasn't sure if honest, the sleep paralysis was your thing or there was something a little more like detailed and more a little more serious that's kind of occurred for you. I have. Yeah. OK, so, OK, I have a couple now, actually, because I've had a couple. Experiences. Give me one. Give me give All me right. your best one. No, I have. Well, yeah, it's a tie. Your, no, I have to tell all. It's just it's going to happen. OK, no, so anyway, God, so let's just so folks, say we'll that once coming. upon a time I worked at a group home. OK, and this group home I worked at was it, it was for special needs children who also had, in Pickering. Uh, no, not in Pickering. This was in Peterborough, but are we giving all my information or <laughs> my number is and my fucking shoe size is like, hello, two for one. Oh, anyway, two for one. so my po- <laughs> fuck, man, we need a whole episode of just, yeah, okay, just getting, getting at John there. So, um, whose no shoe comes. size is and <laughs> anyway, whatever, back to the story about me working at a group home for special needs kids. Okay. It happened to be in Peterborough, which Peterborough, I don't know if you people have visited Peterborough. Like, let's go with like, oh my God, I'm old. I'm fucking old. Like a good 15 to 18 years ago. Let's just say something like that. I don't know. We'll God, I'm fucking old, man. But anyways. We got one of those uh, seats that she can use for the staircase. Shut up. Anyway. Okay. So back in Peterborough <laughs> then, like I, that's not that long ago, like, you know, under 20 years ago or whatever. But, but then it wasn't as developed. Okay. There wasn't a big old Walmart. There wasn't like cool restaurants. And it was very much still farmerish and everybody knew everybody that type of thing except when you know the colleges and universities were in then then it was more populated but as soon as it was like a holiday or out or whatever i happened to be going to school up there and i was working at a group home like i was saying for special needs kids and these special needs kids like most of them actually yeah most of them there was one in the house that i worked at kids that i worked with were all special needs and high medical needs most of them and only one of them was verbal which she was cognitively aware as well she she didn't have any cognitive disabilities so but the rest of the kids were most of them were uh, were they couldn't walk they were all in wheelchairs and all wheelchair bound they all um got fed by tube they weren't verbal that type of high medical needs so they were not like up and moving around or getting out of bed if they you know maybe they had a bad dream or something like that they were not moving around the house at all uh, once they were sleeping, generally they weren't waking up at all during the night. They w- they would stay sleeping. So anywho, so that's kind of setting the scene. Now, Peterborough, I don't know if you know, 
is to me anyways it's kind of eerie to begin with you drive into peterborough especially at that time it was very ghost town like to me it felt very yucky no offense to peterborough people listening like way to go but anyway so it was more like it's not really an old farmhouse but it is an older house like it's on it's in an area that's more rural and not so it's not like a busy street or anything like that it's kind of by itself on a big piece of land type of thing there are houses around it but that's kind of setting the scene okay so I worked night shift, which means that I started at like nine o'clock at night and worked overnight until like nine o'clock in the morning, sometimes seven o'clock in the morning, depending on my shift. So it was just me. I was the only person in the house with all the children. And, you know, you had to stay up all night, obviously, because they had high medical needs. Some of them had to get medication throughout the night, all that type of stuff. So just me, nobody else in the house with them. Okay. I don't know what time it was. I It was probably somewhere between like two and three in the morning, but there's a, there was a shelf of toys. So the shelf of toys, you know, some of them make noise and stuff like that. And they can, that's the, the they played with them on the, this hardwood floor type of thing. Working, 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 working. And then suddenly I, I, you know, I'm done mopping the floor. I'm done doing whatever I need to do. I sit down on the couch for a bit to watch some TV, whatnot. And then a toy comes off the shelf. I'm not even like this. Woo, it scares the crap out of me just remembering this shit. Because I'm by myself at like 2 o'clock in the morning in some house in the middle of nowhere in Peterborough. The, the toy comes flying off the shelf and then it starts playing some like creepy ass freaking song that a toy plays at 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. Whatever. I'm like, okay, it just fell off the shelf. Fine. It's playing some stupid song because it fell off the shelf and obviously that made it turn on. I pick it up. I put it back on the shelf. Okay. Pretend it didn't happen. Rationalize it. Do all the stuff that you normally would do when you're scared out of your tree like I was and then I, I I go about doing my job again and it happens again and starts playing again and it was so screwed up anyway so then later on in different shifts like I finished that shift whatever and I had a day shift probably a couple of weeks later and I because I share everything like I do I was telling the other staff about it and they're like oh yeah like it was nothing I'm like I'm sorry what and they're like yeah yeah that's whatever so and so and so and so and then they started to tell me about the one child that we take care of. We'll have times where it, it seems like he's interacting with this ghost thing. And they think it's completely normal. Like it was nothing. Like I was talking to them like um, about walking down the street um, and it started to rain. Like it was a normal occurrence. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You crazy people. You let me like stay overnight by myself and work a night shift knowing that this is, I don't know. It was like. That's some fuckery that they didn't tell you anything or give you a warning. It was scary as shit. I'm like, how, how is it that you think this is completely normal? Like, I get it. They were cool with it. Friendly ghost, I guess, is what they explained it as. They're like, yeah, yeah. They play with the toys because he, like the one resident, I'll say used to like to do that, I guess, apparently. And they would walk in the room and the the curtains would be like um, thrown over because they all had like hospital beds because they required hospital beds when they slept. So the like curtain thing that was by the window behind the bed apparently used to like drape over this one resident while he was sleeping and then he'd wake up and he'd be laughing and like interacting. I, I just, I, I didn't see that personally. Up. That was the That's story crazy. that they would tell me about. That is crazy, yeah. Scared the living crap out of me. Anyways, needless to say, I still had to do night shift after that, but only for a little bit because I was I was a student at the time so I got to once the year was done it was I've done. seen like in paranormal investigations and, and they've often referenced in like say the paranormal world they've talked about that 3 a.m. being like the time the witching hour yeah oh. yeah like I just know they always say it was like 3 a.m. and it's like dead Is this a zone Google or moment? whatever well you can Google it but I've heard this on many different I, I can't think of whatever the name of whatever they dub it yeah, as but they, they say call it 3 a.m. The... 
the witching hour. That's Shut up, because that's sure. scary to me yeah. right now. Okay, hold on, let me check. Well, that's yeah. why whenever you talk about seances and stuff, no. they always do that in early morning, like 3 a.m., because that's like the easiest time to reach passage or Ooh, that makes know, it even scarier. I don't like it. The witching hour or devil's hour <gasps> is a yeah. time of night associated with the supernatural events. Witches, demons, and ghosts are thought to appear and to be at their most powerful Black magic is thought to be the most effective at this time. <gasps> Ooh, I don't like it. So it doesn't say to, oh, what happens at 3 a.m.? It does say it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, it is believe. Oh, this makes it even freakier and totally leads into the next uh -oh. story I'm going to tell you. <gasps> Google, it's like you're reading my mind. Okay, this is what Google said. It says, <laughs> it is believed that, <laughs> no, it's scary, man. <laughs> it is believed that Jesus was crucified at 3 p.m., which in turn is now known as the most godly hour. The exact And exactly 12 hours later, that is at 3 a.m., the demonic activity set in. In hindsight, while demons are weakest at 3 p.m., they are the strongest at 3 a.m. Ooh, so, ooh, see, you guys, it's a, that means it's like an evil thing, though. That sounded like a happy, chappy spirit. Well, not entirely evil. It just means that anybody that's on the other side, that this is their moment of opportunity. Okay, well, in saying the fact that Jesus was crucified is thought to be crucified. And so, as we're talking about that, can I tell you my, my, uh, my next stories? Because I'll let you tell, tell okay. another story. And then I got to, yeah. no, I want to oh, drop a story, too. I'm so sorry, but this is, it's, oh, now it's scary. Just give me a okay. story. Okay. So the fact that it was saying about Jesus or whatever. Okay, so I grew up, I happen to grow up in a um, religious type household. Not like overly religious, but we believed and we went to church and we did all that stuff on a regular. Anywho, and I went to, you know, a Catholic school and whatnot. So in saying that, we believed in angels and God and all that. And I remember one time, and this, I was like 17 or whatever. So I thought I was the coolest thing on earth. I wasn't about to make this crap up. So I was sitting and I was talking on the phone with one of my friends from, and it was late. I was supposed to be in bed. I had to wake up for school, but you know, when you're a teenager, that's what you do. And I'm chilling on the couch. I'm talking on the phone and everything shut off. It's, I'm sitting in the dark because I'm not supposed to be on the phone. And we only had one phone in the living room. So I'm pretending not to be awake. Anywho. So I'm sitting on the couch and all the lights are off, TV's off, everything's off. And I'm just chatting away and I'm facing the TV. And I just look, I happen to look into the TV, which you know how when the TV's off, if you have lights and stuff, it'll reflect in the TV. Mm -hmm. And then you can see like behind you or you can. So this, if the light was on and the TV was off, you'd be able to see a reflection in the TV of like down the hall. I grew up in an apartment, so it's like the hallway of an apartment. Okay. Okay. That's what normally would be. So everything was off though. No lights, no nothing, whatever sitting on the couch, yapping. I look up at the TV, which was turned off, and I see this bright white light in the reflection on the TV. So it's not like in front of me, but I can see the picture of it in the TV being reflected from down the hallway of my apartment. So I didn't actually get up and I did not go down the hallway to look, but I could totally see this bright light reflected in the TV, which I was looking at the TV from down the hall. Then it went away. And then I kept talking, ignoring the fact that I saw that and kind of scared at the same time. But I'm still talking on the phone. And then all of a sudden, so I happened to mention it to my friend on the phone because he also went to Catholic school and believed in the same stuff. But anywho, so I'm sitting there and then I feel a pressure. I didn't see anything visually, but I felt felt a pressure sit down beside me and the bright light was no longer in the hallway reflecting in the tv at all so in my explanation of this to myself is i feel like that was my angel and it, the angel came and sat beside me that's i completely believe that and i have no problem sharing the fact that i totally believe that but that's not that's not even the scariest one. I'm well, but gonna, okay i'll just right. leave it at that okay go ahead so everyone's entitled to have those beliefs i mean what's the oh, nature of sure. a positive experience I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Well, I had a lot of negative experiences as a, as a kid, I guess you could say. And um, no, I just mean the of like whether like 
I just mean some people would say, oh my God, it was, it was super scary and something, you know, I, I think it was demonic. And then someone else would say, I believe it was my angel and I'm okay with I, that. And yeah. they were there. And I mm-hmm. fully, I fully agree that, you know, nothing, nothing's wrong with that. As much as it scared me, it put a calm on me. And if I, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what was happening in my, I, cu- I couldn't tell you exactly what was happening in my life at that time, but my whole like adolescence, teenagehood type of thing, there was a lot of stuff happening that maybe wasn't the most positive of experiences, right? So I feel that mm-hmm. sometimes when, like, especially people who believe like that, um, the an- your guardian angel, perhaps if that's what you want to consider it, comes to comfort and kind of protect you and calm you, I guess you could say. I know this sounds kind of, for some people, at a left field type of thing, but I totally believe that that's what was happening at that time. And so there you go. Well, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with Take that it as belief. You that's awesome. Yeah. Right? yeah. If it's well, yours, That's, that's totally awesome. Thank you. I think so, too. <laughs> it's because I'm special and God loves me more than everyone else. Thank you. <laughs> you ever you ever been told God loves you and then someone gives you a cuff in the forehead? Yeah, yeah. you, I think, have done that to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure. God loves you. <laughs> Moving on, I'm going to drop one of my own. I was going to leave it for maybe a part two, but I'm going to drop one of mine today. You have scary ones, I know. <laughs> I know it. So I don't know, like, I know that a lot of people look at when kids have interactions with the other side, whether it be ghosts, dem- demonic or, you know, angels or anything of that sort. It's kind of dismissed because we always have this belief that, you know, kids are just kids, you know, they're just making shit and up. They see that stuff. They see, yeah, a lot of people I say they see yes. stuff yeah, like that, right? Man. You're most absolutely honest. right there, Big it's Show. The most honest time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for they, sure. They do see that stuff and they, they don't have as many blinders. And if you do a lot of Googling, you'll see that it is, there's a lot of belief that we have our third eye covered when we become, we become adults because mm-hmm. we're um, programmed. Yeah. No, we're programmed to just shut up. That's not what's going on. Go back to work. Yeah, you right? don't. Mm-hmm. There's no imaginary friend. There's no. There's nothing under your bed. There's nothing under your closet. You know what yeah. I mean. You get yep. conditioned over your lifetime, like especially in those really impressionable childhood years, that there's those things don't exist. You right. know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that and that brings me to my um my story. So much like Sassy K here, I've got a bunch of stuff broken up. I'm not going to give it all today, but uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to tell, well, two are short and one's a little bit longer and I'm just going to leave it at that. And then, you know, maybe after that, we'll swing back over to Big Show after I'm done explaining because I feel like he's got a little bit more to share with us. Anyways, moving on. So when I was younger, I was lucky enough that, you know, when we lived in an apartment, it was just kind of like a free for all. Go do this. Go play with that. No big deal. So like most boys at the age of seven, I went into my mom's closet and I thought it was fine. I was sitting on her shoes and I don't know really what I was doing because I mean, I'm not seven years old anymore so i can't figure out what the fascination of being in somebody's closet would be anyways you were wearing your mom's shoes weren't you yeah i yeah. i <laughs> honestly, around, tried them on. <laughs> i don't i don't remember i would just say it i don't care okay any, right, photos of it? Any, any what any photos uh, <laughs> we can have that arranged still you know Why yeah not? no no there's definitely uh no photos and thankfully i don't uh, i didn't have any ghosts taking black photos of me doing it either uh, or no anyways moving on <laughs> It does. It just sounded wrong, so I was trying to correct it, and it did. It, it did matter. not sound derogatory in any way. Okay, we were talking I, about I, I was, the photos. I was, just, I was thinking no. about it. I'm like, oh man. And if you thought it was, I mean, people come on, get a no. Rip. It's not but that anyway, at all. Okay. Anyways, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, I was sitting there, and I was sitting in the one corner of the of the closet. It was a fairly big closet. It wasn't like a uh, master bedroom pl- closet in like a house, but it was a closet, right? It was it was a big enough space. Anyways, all of a sudden, the opposite corner of the closet, closest to the door, illuminates, and it's like a a, a child that looks just like me oh, I and i just kind of looked over i'm like what yeah. and the, and i was like mom and and it turned around and looked at me as like your mom can't help you and that was <gasps> i yeah. can't i can't oh, stop it right now yeah so i literally uh <laughs> i literally ran out of there and i oh forgot my God, about i'm it. crying i'm cr- i'm 
does anybody else get like really emotional about this shit? I don't get it. I that just scared the crap yeah. out of me. You saying? Yeah, my heart is like racing. Oh man, I like start to tear up because I like ah, I put myself there. Oh, that's scary. So that's that's, that's one of two occurrences I believe with that same uh, entity. So the second one met me oddly enough seven years later. So I was like, okay. And I didn't know that this was going to happen. So here I am. I'm 14. I'm, I'm uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, you know, back to the wind, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, I uh, I was sleeping downstairs in the basement. We just moved me into the basement maybe a couple of days before. I had a waterbed. I used to have like a paper route and whatever. So I, yes, I bought it. Yeah, I got a waterbed. You know, I was a pimp. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> that's another story for Some another day. Some gold chains yeah. and a waterbed. Yeah, it was a wow. solar chain, asshole. <laughs> Anyways, okay, sorry, go on. Yeah. So I had this weird setup at the base of the bed. So the bed had enough length to be there, but uh, there was like a, a pole, like a supporting pole for the basement, for the house. And there was a little space. And I had a light bar there, like, you know, the power bars where you could plug multiple plugs in. And I had it there just in case I wanted to like have a stereo or something there. It was like closer to the walkway to get out of the basement. Anyways, in the middle of the night, because that light's on, it's like an orangey, orange light, I guess. And anyways, I woke up. And I heard like wrestling around down there. So I sit up and I see an illuminated character, but I'm I'm asleep, right? It's like four o'clock in the morning or something like that, right? I see this figure screwing around with the light bar and stuff. So I thought it was my brother. So I yelled at my brother. And I'm like, George, what are you doing? And he looked up and goes, I'm not George. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was that same kid you had seen when you were seven? Yeah. And the same kid ghost. I think it was the same kid. Oh, no, no, no. And I literally I just can't. laid down and threw the covers over my head. And I literally didn't <laughs> no, I move can't. an inch. Like, I swear. I think my uh, penis went inside <laughs> of me. Have you seen the kid ghost <laughs> since then? No. <laughs> so when you were, how old were you the first time? I was seven the first time. And then 14, you said? Yeah. So I thought at 21, I was going to see that kid again. Yeah, I was going to say, 20, yeah, think that the, the seven year thing. Yeah. But I didn't, I have. I mean, knock on wood, I haven't seen her. Maybe I'm just programmed were and you, my third eye doesn't work. You weren't even living in the same were you li- you weren't living in the same no this was a different place yeah, altogether. different place so same ghost kid yeah seven years apart yes different place yes. that you're living that's yes. freaking and both times talked to me the first time it was like i'm not your mom and boo and then the second time it was like i'm not your brother and it looked like you because that yeah. sounds yeah that sounds like something you do too <laughs> yeah it's like uh <laughs> me from a different dimension just trying to fuck with me go figure <laughs> well, i was gonna say that sounds like you so <laughs> But yeah, it definitely made me shit my pants. And that's not even the scariest thing I've had to deal with. What, what you're just going to leave us hanging there? <laughs> What's <laughs> the scariest running, thing? Running out of toilet paper. Well, yeah, running the out one of I, The one I have to share with you guys soon is, 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 a, is a good one. All right, let's hear it, buddy. I guess we'll go now. Um, I was probably about maybe 10 or 11. I was at home by myself because my dad my dad was in the hospital dealing with some uh, issues and my mom was there. So we, we stayed there. But we had a person in our on our same floor just check on us the odd time. But I was playing with her with her brother we were playing a Ouija board. So we're like, all right, let's just fool around here. So it's just me and him. We just asked the usual questions. Oh, what's your name? You know, don't no answer, right? Okay, well, all right. We're trying to find someone. Is anyone around here? Anyone want to say hi? Okay, one per, well, then something happened. We hear like a like a light breeze just come into the house, right? Like I told the guy, I said, you feel cold? He goes, no. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just me. So we go again. Anyone here? And then I don't know, like, some people say, believe like, oh, you don't know if the person's moving it or whatever, but it went to yes. And we wow. just look at each other like, what? We Jesus. asked him, oh, what's your name? Didn't say nothing. Didn't, didn't move. I'm like, okay, maybe he doesn't want to say nothing. Then we just sort of loud bang. Like we looked around like, 
what the hell? We look in the kitchen, nothing. I'm like, yo, what the hell? Did we piss off? The, did we get the wrong guy? So Sounds we just like went it. out of the house. We said, screw this. We're out of here. We're out of here. We go outside. We The minute we step to the back of the building I was living in, the lights start flickering. My apartment I was living in, in the back, the whole apartment was red. I have no red lights in my house. It was red. And there was laughing. Oh, geez. So it might have been a poltergeist or demonic. That was a, definitely a demon. That's crazy. I definitely find like I, I'm glad I got out of that house because if I stayed in that house and that happened, oh my god, who knows? So like what like, what time is, that, what time around? Like oh, you this was late. Remember? This is probably around like three in the morning o'clock. type deal. Are we talking? No, close. Eleven okay. eleven o'clock at night. Okay, well it's three o'clock somewhere probably. I'm just saying That's the true. demonic. Yeah, well demonic uh, power. This thing. isn't a don't look song. at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I freaking Google said the so. The freaky part was the red lights and they're like flickering and you hear the thing like a ghost like kind of laugh like, oh, 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 like that. I'm like, oh my Jesus. god, that's crazy. Well, I'm, I'm definitely like, not sleeping god, tonight. That scared the shit out of me. Uh, yeah. How yeah. long did it last? Like, was it like the, for the, like a really long the laughing time? only lasted 30 seconds, but the red light was was there for at least a good five minutes and the yeah. flickering. And I got, got to go back to the apartment. I have to. Yeah. So I go in there and everything was fine. Nothing. Wow. So I told wow. my buddy, I said, get rid of this fucking board. I said, I wouldn't say the F word, but I said, get rid of the board. I do not want it in here. Get rid of it. Yeah. I played with well, no, one, that's... maybe one once. That's Sorry. the only time I will admit the only time. I played it, and I'll never do it again. So yeah, we, we, like, my, you know, like, I, you guys know, my family is, is kind of, you know, into this kind of stuff, right? That's how I learned tarot cards and things like that. And that was one thing my mom would never allow in the house was the Ouija board. There's another thing, too, that you can do where you, um, you put a ring on a string and, like, hold it over a glass. And, like, that's supposed to kind of do the same thing. Like, it, you say the alphabet, and it, when it dings against the side of the glass, that's supposed really? to be, like, a, a ghost talking to you. Wow, I never and, like, heard of that one. Out. I never heard of that one either. Yeah, well, no, but we should my... try that together, guys. <laughs> yes, it was, <laughs> no, thanks. No, I'm serious. We should... my, mom, <laughs> my mom finds out about it, I'm almost, I'm 38 years old, and my mom will come down here and she'll beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't play those games. Any, no. My, sir, my sister had one, where, like a Ouija board she made herself, where she just wrote pieces of paper with the letters on it, and she would put them in a circle and use a glass. That inside. apparently, like, as soon as you make that Ouija boardy thing, it's still Ouija boardish. Yeah. My, mom, my mom freaked out. She was yes. so angry about it. But you know what? Though, like in our house, when I was a kid, crazy shit like that happened all the time. Like things would go missing and like end up in like my mom's shoes went missing for like a week, and they ended up under. We found them under the kitchen sink, like in the cupboard under the kitchen sink. Her bank card would get up and walk from the like the, the table in front of us. We'd all be sitting there, and then it would end up on like, another table in the house somewhere. Like just crazy stuff like that always happened in our house. And my mom never she never wow. messed, she never messed with stuff like that because no, you know. And well, yeah, to add, to add to that story, about a month after I was just getting out of my room, I woke up. I had to go to the washroom. I come out. I see a like a man in the hallway. I just looked at him. I'm like, what the? I we just stare at each other, and then. Pfft, gone oh he wanted you know, to see him that was the guy was the guy that that did that or something i don't know but didn't do anything Sweet well, Jesus. Sometimes, you know well i've been like i've been watching that that uh guy on youtube that we were talking about cody um, itc yeah, Cody, and it, i think it's a lot of it's an energy thing right like for them to actually be able to do stuff they need a lot of energy i think that's why they mess with lights and with radios and stuff because yeah. it's all <laughs> like energy right like so I, but, but it's I weird like, how the redness comes from like i had nothing red in my house and it that, it was yeah, just that, like that. Sounds like that spirit was on his shit. Yeah. That's some scary shit. Yeah. <laughs>
You know, it's funny there's that you... There's definitely an energy about the Ouija board, though. I just want to say that, like, whether you believe it or not, I mean, to me, that there is definitely an energy. You see it in movies, or you see it in things, and it just, dare I say, a tone. You're, you're opening yeah. the portal. You're opening access, basically. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, well, sure. that's what's said about it anyways. I, don't know. I remember playing them with them as a kid. I mean, I, I don't know. Now that I'm an adult, I look at it a little more subjectively. Oh, someone with a on some level was probably your friend is probably pulling you a little their way and you're that's the thing you don't know but i that that, i thought different after i saw that happen to me i'm like there's no way oh no no, and i fully agree with saying some some skeptics would definitely say no like this is you know i'm too skeptical and this is a reason as to why but i'm saying to me is i firmly believe sorry that there's a certain energy about a ouija board and that the the energy that even if you don't so much believe in it what you're seeing but the energy that it it brings into your home just by bringing a Ouija board in. Yeah, I always well, yeah, I try to I avoid that. I had a black magic book as well when I was a kid in my uh, family home. I had a white magic book and I had a black magic book. And I opened the black magic book and um, some weird shit started happening in my basement for a little bit after that. And I was just reading one of the passages and not even knowing what it really meant without even making like any kind of star on the on the floor with candles or chalk and all the kind of stuff you're supposed to do so after all the weird stuff was happening like i would i like i slipped on the stairs for no apparent reason i uh i had like you know like i had a hole show up on the one side of my wall like i had two other brothers and it's easy to look at it from a skeptical point of view but uh they're not home during the day just like i'm not so it's just weird how it would just appear Crazy. That, that's like that there's a whole topic in itself when you get into um i'm not up on it i want to say is it wiccan is it wiccan or yeah, yeah. Wiccan, yeah. wiccan that's actually a religion it's like the, yeah it's like the witchcraft well, I, i'm just saying that when you get when mm-hmm. you get into some of that stuff and some of like the black magic and that i mean i don't know like i don't know what to make of it i mean I don't, i'm not overly well, religious and i don't know whether i believe in it or not but i'm saying like to me that's where you get into some stuff where it's like you get into murky waters well, i've watched documentaries on it it's just yeah, yeah. voodoo too man voodoo oh, has stuff well, too. huge uh, history yeah the wiccan thing that's why my family is what they like are is that the women in my family have been witches like for many 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 generations so like like reading tarot cards and you know energy directing kind of stuff has been like we like we learn it like in our mm-hmm. family when we're kids right so you know a lot of the witchcraft stuff you know it's, it's a lot of about just energy stuff and then it's like about like god worship like polytheism kind of like you know you kind of take a little bit of like roman god stuff you take the stars you take all kinds of stuff and put it together but it is very like religious kind of like it's right based and stuff and i don't know how much of it like you know my, my, my yeah. great my great my great grandmother was a scary lady but you know i don't know like i don't see my mom casting spells or anything like that right? no so, that's the, you know that's I mean? the thing like, with wiccan and like when you think witches you think like evil type of spells and stuff but, but yeah, wiccan bubble, is bubble, actually a very positive trouble. religion yeah, yeah, if you no, look my, into my it. Grandmother, my great grandmother was a scary lady. She, if I, if I like, I don't know much about like her thing, but I think she would have probably been a black magic kind of lady. You uh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's a whole uh, different thing. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't a nice lady, but I don't know. But uh, I don't know much about any of that stuff. But that's kind of like, yeah, it, it does. I think you know, you you can like, it does kind of play into like the ghost thing though, because you you know you're using energy. You're you know you're taking those, mm-hmm. these energies, you're directing energy and stuff. And if that's what the ghosts and like or like spirits use too, then it you is know, somewhat. I can see how those things would cross, right? Like I said, I grew up like uh, I grew up Catholic, so I I have a certain religion that I was taught type of thing. But if you think about logically, it is 
more logical to believe that there's different energies um, and different spirits, if you will, in terms of energies passing this way or that way or different, you know what I mean? Than it is to believe in, I don't want to say, then it, I, I'm not trying to demean any religion whatsoever. I feel that if you, whatever faith you choose to have is, there's a reason that you have that faith. It just makes more sense because we are all energies, right? And everything is made up of energy. And so it's logical if you were to believe that there's different types and different forms of energies around us, then it would be to maybe necessarily just think of like more in like a, uh, I, I don't want to expand anymore because I don't want to be rude to anybody's particular religion or anything like that. It, it just let me leave it at the fact that I think that everything's made up of energy. So it is very logical to believe that there's so many different energies that could play a part in different things. Evil, you know, not evil. <laughs> I, I agree. I don't know. I, I don't know where that tangent, I really can't say what I want to say. So that's why it's not really good. You're saying, yeah. and yeah. I think, no, I, I think I get what you're saying. Right. Too, yeah. So, yeah. Everything's made of energy. See the energy <laughs> that I dealt with at the house that I had the most experiences in when I was a child or like, you know, teen, like a teeny bopper till like I was a full blown, pretty much an adult. I even had an experience at this particular house where I had a bunch of friends over and my mom and she, for whatever reason, you know, everybody has that knickknack they like to collect. So for her, her, her collecting item was dolls. You know, I, I, they're not Angetis, uh, but they were like those creepy yeah. porcelain dolls. You know, there was ones oh, they stood are, up. Those are Right, they're the worst kind. Well, yeah, get ready for, for it. Sure. So here you don't we go. see a horror movie with like a Barney doll, right? You see it with those yeah, stupid. Really? No, yeah. usually there's horrors in horror mm. movies. Oh, <laughs> go deep. <laughs> but anyways, so the dolls were up in in like a, a wall unit, and we were having a really strange conversation. My mom, a friend of mine, and, and me. So I was basically calling their bluff, and I basically said, "I'm like, you know, if that comes true, then this doll." And I pointed at like this one, and I remember she was like the queen of hearts, and she had a stand that held her up. So she was like in the back row. There was two rows, and she was in the back row center. And I'm like, that doll, the queen of hearts, there will jump in my arms. And I f literally finished saying the word arm, and it was in my arms in front of the other two people. No. Yeah, one being my mom. And I was like, so that answers our question. It's going to happen. Like, it, it made me shit my pants a little bit. Yeah, what'd you do after that? You just put the doll back and well, walked away? Well, or? after I changed my pants, I uh, put the... Yeah. <laughs> We did pull the doll away, and I didn't go near that wall unit for a little bit. I figured it needed. So she kept the space. freaking doll. She did. She what still has it to this day. Shut the fuck up. But that's why I'm saying I believe Excuse it's my energy. It's, my it's like you were saying. I'm reflecting on what you're saying. It is energy, and I believe that whatever uh, happened at that house, like spirits aren't bound to a house necessarily. But I think I think whatever happened in that house before us had energy, negative or positive or otherwise. So we had a lot of interactions. We also had a um, another toy. Like I know you were talking about a toy at the peterborough place you yes. were working at creepy yes and i had an experience like that and it went even a little further than what you're talking about so it was an oscar the grouch doll okay it wasn't a, sorry not a doll it was a toy it had wheels on the bottom yeah not and, a doll make that specific yeah. <laughs> wasn't a doll it was a toy it was it an was action figure well, it wasn't mine anyways <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't mine anyway so it doesn't even matter yes you're oscar the grouch i, I yes. apologize go ahead so um it would pop its head out like the, the lid would pop up and his head would pop up and he would say whatever his sayings were and i don't remember what his sayings were or anything like that but anyways it was like a jack in the box no not like a jack it's like one of those toys where you just turn them on and like the head pops up it says what it wants and it just rolls in a circle and then does it again and it just that's the oh, function okay, of the okay, toy okay. right yeah. it's made for like pre uh like toddlers and you know three up to three yeah, probably yeah. right it was in the toy bin and it kept going off 
So it pissed me off. So I looked at my mom, like, I'm gonna like I'm gonna take the batteries out of this. And she's like, Okay, I'm sick of hearing it too, whatever, right? Just for my youngest brother. I have two other brothers. So I go over to the toy bin, I take out the batteries, I put the the cap back on, and I put it back in the toy box. Well, ten minutes later it goes off again. And my mom looks at me and goes, I don't think it was the batteries that were causing that. And we just kinda had a chuckle and then I, I go, I'm like, No, that doesn't make sense. So I put it down on the ground and literally two minutes later it lit up and did its thing where it, you know, the head popped up and it moved. I'm like, No, this I took out the batteries, so we opened it up again. And there was no batteries in there. Okay. We threw and that. How, how long after you took out the batteries? Did Yo, that I, happen? That happened like two minutes later. Yeah, it can, I don't know how science works or whatever, really, but can the energy Let's, from the batteries that were in it like kind of remain no. there That's enough? No, that's what I was thinking. It's, like, in, it's instant. Like a charge? Yeah, like a charge that's yeah. chilling there? It's instantly dead when you take batteries out of stuff like that. I can't, I can't see that, Sassy. Like, I, I know what you're saying. Or I'm just trying to, yeah. Too, just, but yeah. I, I can't see that there being an energy no, charged up. There'd be no way for it to hold the energy. No, not when you have remote batteries still in a remote and you still can't flip the channel because the batteries yeah. are in there and it doesn't even work. But anyway, sorry. Well, yeah, like, well that's because the batteries, it's like a circuit, right? So you need the two ends to connect the circuit. Is right. that right? Yeah, that yeah. sounds right to yeah. me. Yeah. It is right, but eventually the energy has to travel through like the toy to get it to move and do stuff, right? Yeah. So I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm yeah. doubtful that that's the case. Like, I'm sure that's screwed up. But I'm trying to justify it here by saying that maybe that's what happened. And I appreciate the fact you're doing <laughs> that because you're showing that there could be another possibility. That well, that's a little missed. scary, don't you feel? I feel like that can't. No, I don't. Well, like, I definitely I don't felt like I shit my one. pants. <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, uh, I, we laughed about it the first time, but the second time, we're like, oh, that's a little weird. It's still going. So a day or two later, it went in the garbage. Yeah, see? for sure. But she kept the stupid doll. Yeah. See, I don't get this. I don't know. The doll never jumped in anybody else's arm after that. It was oh, a one-time deal. Oh, it was a good deal. doll after that, huh? It was good. No, it that, knew its role. And it a doll the fuck jumped in the off a freaking shelf into somebody's arm, and you put it back on the shelf and went about your day. No, yeah, you throw that sucker out. You bury it somewhere, and you get somebody else to take it away. I don't know. Doll you cemetery. Never see it again. Yes. Oh, that's Seriously. scary. It sounds like a movie. Yeah, man. But there's there's so many stories we could go with. Uh, Mofo, did you have another one you wanted to expand on for us? Uh, you know what? I, I remember years ago, uh, 2015, I think, went to, uh, we were in Gettysburg, so in down Pennsylvania. Ooh, and that's scary. It's so fucked like, down there. Not so, much a, not so much a specific story, but I just have to, like, say, going back to the, the energy or just the, you know, we, we visited a number, like, we were right there on the battlefield. We went through a number, like, you know, the old town is just, you know, very historic, very well-maintained and restored and kept. Uh, we, we walked to Cemetery Ridge, and we were right there. We were in there in October because we were on our way down to Martinsville, Virginia, for a race. And, uh, so, I mean, some of it would say, oh, well, it was, you know, it's going to be a certain amount of energy or it's built up in your head because it's closer to Halloween. I, I, just, I was just going to say, like, I mean, that thing of how it was mentioned earlier about you can feel the hairs on the back of your neck sort of stand up or as if you're being watched or an ambiance, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm, I just yeah. remember, like, when we were there, we were, we, we spent the whole, uh, we were there for about two days and we, we did, like, a daytime and then into a nighttime, get up the next morning, another day. I mean, but just the energy that you especially felt in the evening or just standing there at the battlefield, like, and we stood on the Union side side looking out towards where the confederacy would have you know been mounting their charge and, and just the just the energy just the level of energy and you know the carnage and everything that would have taken place on on that land you know we were in some again like the jenny wade house and some of the older buildings that were you know used as sharpshooting points and such when you're in these these buildings it's just like a certain level of energy and I, I mean again there, there's definitely going to be skepticism to say well how much of that is built up in your head if, if you did not know what happened here would you still have that energy right or would you um a 
assimilate the two. But I, I just mean, in my opinion, like I, I've never been to a place where I felt more unwelcome. I don't want to say I, no. I don't want to say unwelcome or uneasy, but just like where you felt like this, there's felt like a presence. Well, there. I would assume there would be a presence. That's like that's a oh, tragic no, and I would type assume, of. But I'm just saying, like yeah. it, it didn't. It did. I didn't remember feeling like scared as if like something was going to jump out of the out of the dark at me or anything. But it just no. definitely felt like you know you are you know. The, the land that you are walking on, you, you treat respectfully, so to speak. Right. You don't just don't just throw some gum or something. No fucking it, around. Yeah. It's almost as if the energy of uh, of the situation that took place, rather than energies of specific people. Because when you're thinking ghosts jumping out at you, like you were saying, I'm just saying, like you have, you're saying more of the energy of the atmosphere there. So it's probably just the energy of what actually took place, right? So just that yeah, negative like it, it energy like, of that, not even necessarily there's, there's just a specific definitely a pers- There's something about it. And I remember being there and thinking like, you know, and I plan to go back when this COVID thing all ends and mm-hmm. um, just to re-explore it a little bit more. But like definitely we did some of the ghost tours and they were fun. And I mean, like, I don't know, they're, they're a ghost tour. So they're, they're just walking along with the, the little candle lit uh, torch thing at night and, or lantern, I should say. Sorry. And they're pointing out different stuff and that. And I mean, I didn't recall like feeling, it was more interesting from like a historical aspect to hear what they had to say. I don't remember feeling like, you know, a sense of like scared, but it was when you would just be walking on your own and looking at things and just taking it in that you just felt like, like a certain, I don't know, a presence and energy, call it whatever you will. But it was just, it was just an interesting feeling. I've never had that feeling anywhere else I've gone in the States. And it, it's just interesting. It's something that sort of stuck with me. I think uh, that's why Pennsylvania has a part called Eerie Pennsylvania. And I think uh, it probably has a lot more <laughs> ghost sightings and vibe issues of what you're there's speaking. Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania. Yeah, man, there's a lot of stuff. There's actually video on YouTube. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. Please. Um, but it, it's of uh, like a suspected like caught on video ghost at Gettysburg, like wearing, I think they're in a, a gray uniform. So that would be the Confederate uniform, mm-hmm. I think. Correct. Yeah. So, but they, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, and it's old. It's from like the eighties. Like it's like pretty like far back, but if I can find it, I'll send it to you. But I've, yeah, uh, I, I've been to Alcatraz and Alcatraz <gasps> is the same thing. I, mm-hmm. I sat, I sat in, like I stood in one of the cells in Alcatraz and literally it felt like someone was sitting on me. Like the energy was like crushing wow. in there. And I was like, I'm like, I, wanted to go here so like it's the only thing i wanted to do in san francisco but i need to get the hell out of here like i couldn't even stay in the prison i had to go outside can you imagine was, how many negative things there? yeah no. yeah it's, I, well this was a few years we went to we went to san francisco in like 2011 i think it was so okay. it was a while back i but, think it's closed now um, i I made that yeah, up. I'm not really now. sure, but I think it is. Yeah, like for COVID, I'm sure either way. It's no, no, I understand but, uh, the COVID closure. But I mean, is it, is it otherwise other than COVID? Is it open? No, I think like, I think it was shut tour? down for something. I'm not sure yeah, why they, they shut oh, really? it down. I don't, they don't do yeah. any tours no more. No. Oh really? Oh, that's so no. sad. That's because it was like it was really cool, like the history of it and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I couldn't go in the building after the first time I went in. Wow. I was in uh, I, I was in Las Vegas there maybe ten years ago with my uh, wife and uh, her family, and we just happened to go by Area Fifty One. Oh wow! And wow. You, you know this is a it's restricted because you see signs every every almost every corner. Trespassers will be shot. Survivors will be shot again. That's basically <laughs> telling you get. <laughs> Like my back door. Like, but anyhow, like we were, we just drove by there, like just looking there, like you try to see something. It's just obviously a massive amount of land, right? But it's not really much to see. But when I was there, I this just a weird thing. Like we were there just looking for stuff, like we're just going around WalMarts or Targets or whatever that was in the area. We managed to miss two hours. We don't know what we did. It just disappeared. That's crazy. We're looking on like, where did it go? Like we didn't do nothing. 
I'm not it's sure just, if that was aliens or, or sorry, if it was a ghost or an alien. Like, it could be an alien-like thing or Energy a ghost-like. I don't yeah, know. Like weird. That was just a freaky kind of thing. Like just happened. Like that's weird. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is crazy. That's very. I've never intense. been to Area 51. I've been to Vegas. I've never been to Area 51, and I know like John and I have talked about that and, and Sassy Day and other in other podcasts. So, and, yeah, and that, we were there would definitely be that would be interesting to see for sure. Yeah, and that was a thing we weren't even looking for. We just draw, happened to drive by him. Like my brother-in-law goes to me, there's Area 51. I'm like, oh wow, I didn't think that place was real. Oh, oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's real. Boom, there it is. It's real. Don't you guys remember that storm Area 51 thing? Was that yeah? That was like, like September. Yeah. Yeah. yeah September. All, all these crazy like tinfoil hat people were gonna go run to Ariel 51 and like I was like, yeah, it's gonna be like the biggest massacre on the planet. It would oh, be. Yeah. 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 Just one big old boom. Well, you know, <laughs> if you warned people yeah. too, right? If you think yeah, about like, their train of thought, though, you're not gonna kill a, a mass amount of people. You'll detain them, but you're not gonna kill it. one or two oh, people I that come crossing the line. Oh, they maybe. will kill. Oh, I think they would. I think they would, yeah, for sure. They'd figure. I think they would because I. Another thing, I I just happened just randomly seeing is they they had stealth bombers in that area too. Yes. I was gonna say like that's a weird thing to see, and I just out of the blue a stealth bomber. Well, I've heard that like that's what they do there is that that it's like their top secret like aeronautic like. Yeah, that's where they test all their art stuff. So yeah, like no matter what, they're not letting anybody. No, close that's some that, serious right? shit. That's so... not just like government things. That's like crazy government shit. Like yeah, yeah, I agree. They would be. Yeah. That when there would be measures taken for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I agree yeah. that there'd be measures. I just think that they would have to handle it differently because it's a little different when you're killing thousands of people because they're crossing a line that they're told not to, right? Have you met the government? I I have. <laughs> <I'm sorry. but laughs> I think that falls under <laughs> genocide. But I mean, who am I to put out my yeah, opinion, assholes? Yeah. I think we'll ma- I think we'll all leave John at home when we're going to Nevada next time. Why? I want to I want to wear my tinfoil hat. No man, I don't want to see any of that. No, shit. but I don't I don't want you to get a shot. <laughs> we'll get bunny ranches, then we'll hit the casino, and then we'll go get killed at Area Fifty One. <laughs> anyway, where's Sounds the like ghost? I think we got off track on the ghost thing there. Yeah, Area that Fifty One. That's a whole cool, other. That's a whole other ball game. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to Craziness. share that because it was kind of going along the same lines yeah. as the as Erie, Pennsylvania. There, it is Erie. That, that, yeah, so Erie. All these Erie random things happening. Like Pennsylvania, just as a state, I feel is scary. And there's so many. There's so much history there of things that could promote negative, scary thoughts. Regardless, and. Well, yeah. a lot of places in the U.S. actually, if you think about it, but yeah, like, think about yeah. historically, there's some crazy shit that's happened in the world I, in general. But yeah, I was oof. gonna say they have a they have a, a remarkably like violent kind of history, they do. like yeah. in, like in their like development, right? Like as becoming mm-hmm. a country. So exactly, well, I guess Every we country. kind of do yeah. too, though, do. right? Like I've I've Hold been on. to Fort like Fort George, which is uh, like one of our yeah. big forts, and like actually that place has got a little bit of a, a creepy kind of vibe to it too, right? Like it's yeah, really nice all but do. it's definitely yeah. a little bit like hmm, you can tell like a bajillion people died here like they've got know. a good ghost tour too if you guys ever get to do a tour for sure they put the ghost tour one around halloween they put out like it's actually pretty interesting just well, because they, they, they cover off they do cover off like the historical stuff of it of the fort and everything and then they talk about various accounts but then they like they take you throughout the entire place and into the the upstairs of the barracks and i remember as a kid used to go there and the barracks upstairs used to be closed off to the public and now like last time i went they they would actually take you upstairs at night it's actually a pretty neat little ghost tour so if you do get the opportunity where you're in the niagara region on the canadian side 
definitely uh, definitely worth checking out if you're into that sort of stuff. It's pretty cool. And then Queenston Heights as well, like which is just down like Niagara on the lake there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like a lot of a lot of energy in that area too, for sure. For sure. I'm sorry, not well, to stop you, Astromain. Like, oh no, but no, it's wicked. It. Like we have like there's just there there really is like honestly everywhere you go in the entire world there's something like this. Like a couple years ago, I was so fortunate enough I was able to take my son to Chichen Itza in Mexico, and like it's like okay, so you're standing in front of like in a temple like that was yeah. built thousands of years ago, that and like probably a lot of sacrificial stuff was done. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, there's, a, there's the actual sacrificial tables like they're See, still there. there you go. Like where they did their rites and whatever. And honestly, for the purpose so of giving it to a spiritual entity like ooh, ooh, exactly. it's, it's, like, it's so humbling like to be there it's like, where you feel like you're just this little tiny blip in like in this history. whole world mm-hmm. where so many crazy crazy things have happened and, like that's Absolutely. where you could feel this energy probably anywhere you went if you try hard enough you know, you know what makes what it I creepier mean? with historical type of things that have facts that go with it that are, are are historical that actually happened that we have a history that we know about a specific place and why it makes it creepier or more mystical I guess you could say or more mysterious is simply because it's kind of like the opposite of what we were saying when we you know see a little shadow in our house or we're going up the stairs and we feel a presence behind us and we kind of rationalize it well having a h- historical context to any of these this stuff kind of does the opposite it rationalizes it that it has to be true you know what i mean it rationalizes exactly. why it is logical to think that this is happening or has happened and there are negative energies positive energies spiritual energies all of those things because you have such a backstory to explain it it's oh it makes it so interesting but anywho well, sorry went on well, a tangent there also- no that's good people how, like look at us there's how many of us on like together right now and all of us have multiple experiences you know what i mean yeah. like we could probably still keep going on with more and more stories because the more we talk the more i remember things that have come yeah. up you know that have happened over the course of my life Absolutely, and, yeah. you know and that's kind of like we're not alone mm-hmm. we're not an anomaly i've talked to people my whole life about stuff like this I, you yeah, know sure. so it's kind of one of those things that everyone like, has it, a story it's so neat that, you know, it's funny that it's not, like, scientifically proven when everyone has, like, everyone has a story, you know, like, exactly. it should just be, yeah. Definitely. So before we cap this bad boy off, Mofo, did you have anything more you wanted to add to your uh, ghost stories? Every time that I look at your face, John, I feel that I've seen a ghost. Sorry. Well, um, <laughs> i never seen a no, pink uh, ghost, but I guess, uh, you know, we always see something new every day. Oh, wow. No, I, th- I think that's all for me for today, but uh, it's definitely been an honor and a pleasure to be part of the show and uh, to uh, to do all this with you guys. Thank you. Very appreciative of having you on. T.O. Big Show? Yes, sirs. Thank you for being on the show. We miss you, man. I'm glad that you were able to yeah. make it for this episode. This was, a, this was a good one, man. I really enjoyed it for sure. Excellent. Thanks for joining us there, T.O. Astra Moon, thank you once again for your uh, expertise and tarot card, even though we didn't use it for this particular podcast, but your experiences <laughs> in ghosts, I'm sure come hand in hand with tarot card reading well thank you very much for having me and it was always it's always a pleasure to be on the show with you guys so awesome and sassy k thank you for sharing your experiences with us i can't imagine looking at any toy uh, especially the ones that <laughs> fell off the shelf the same way I'll, I'll make sure that if a doll pops out near us i'll uh 
not stick it back in the cabinet and keep it for next time. No, get rid of that sucker. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, I feel like we all, I don't, some of you are better at this than I am, but I I need a night light. I feel um, it's going to be there tonight. It's going to be a rough night. I'm just going to replay all of the things that you guys just said. (laughs) Ah, I can't. It's so, anyway, thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, Folks, just a friendly reminder, we have our gear at the Teespring store. You can get hoodies, you can get t-shirts, you can get face masks. We were going to do thongs but the print or the logo can't be big enough to be on the back of sassy k's thong shut up oh my (laughs) and remember folks always go deep go deep welcome back to gdp go deep the podcast you can find us on most forms of social media facebook twitter instagram you can also reach out to the cast to big show lord fawn motorsports mofo Sturzy, Big Mikey, Astra Moon, and Sassy K. Thank you for your support, and remember, always go deep.